Welcome to episode 65 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, people. Tuesday, 17th of December, 2000. 2019. It's Wednesday. You know it's Wednesday already. Um, because if it's Tuesday, I'm going to put it out on a Tuesday, and it? it's a it's a Wednesday. Um, I know I said last time. I know I said last time. I'm the bad guy again, people. I know I said last time. I get it organised. Um, but uh, the world has got away from me, people. This week, um, so uh, it's coming out on a Wednesday. It's uh, 26 minutes past nine at night. Uh, on Wednesday uh, evening, but uh, we're billing this as Tuesday the 17th, so we can keep in somehow. I seem to be uh, slipping a bit lately, people. I know, the last four or five episodes or whatever have gone out late. Hey, it's Christmas, isn't it? It's Christmas. Be a bit charitable out there, people, where you're listening, yeah? Yeah? A little bit less judgy? <laughs> um, yes, I apologise wholeheartedly wholeheartedly um, for the lateness of this. Um, uh, it's got away with me a little bit. I had a gig last night and uh, I was planning on doing the gig and then coming back um, in the end due to uh, getting caught up in traffic and shit. I didn't get to the gig till about nine. Uh, the gig didn't start till 9.30 and uh, I got away by, I think it was 11 o'clock by the time I got away. Um, so I was never gonna make it back in time and then slept in today. So, you know, you know, you can give me that one for Christmas people. And I will promise to get everything out on time now. Um, from now on, I did this before. We've, we've heard your promises before, Ben. That's what you're thinking. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking. Um, uh, and, uh, we've heard your promises before, Ben. Yeah. You're testing our patience a little bit. Well, you know. I can only do what I do, people, can't I? You know. Um, yeah, so it's Wednesday at the minute. Um, we're going to start. We're going to start the podcast with a fucking question. Um, somebody has sent in a question. An avid listener, a different avid listener from uh, the usual avid listener that we comment on, uh, Who um, who is my little uh, driving home speaking buddy and more. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, this question from an, a, uh, stalwart, if you will, a stalwart of the Midlands and, uh, UK, yeah, UK comedy scene, um, Peter Fox, reviewer extraordinaire, um, uh, Peter's, um, sort of like a, uh, uh, part of the, uh, part of the, what do they call that part of the... I don't know, part of the bricks and mortar that holds the uh, Midlands comedy scene together uh, is a reviewer who um, goes to gigs and uh, reviews them. Obviously, that's what reviewers do. Is uh, a comedy fan. And um, over the last few years, quite a few years now he's been doing it, I think, um, he, uh, he reviews gigs and things like that, gives feedback on gigs. Um, uh, he, he loves his comedy. And um, and uh, has become sort of like uh, a fixture within the comedy community, uh, a positive fixture within the uh, comedy community. One of the very few, <laughs> one of the 
very few positive influences on the comedy community. Um, so, um, yeah, he sent me a question. Uh, now, uh, let's get this. Find it on my phone. Uh, question for your podcast, mate. Uh, your neighbours, my neighbours, yeah, they're fucking my neighbours, Peter. Uh, your neighbours must see you going out and then returning during the early hours, having made money. Um, just what do they think you do for a living, uh, question mark, and do they know you're a pro comedian? Well, to be honest, uh, Peter, and anybody else uh, wanting the answer to that question, um, to be honest, I don't really speak to my neighbours that fucking much. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what they think I'm doing at night and returning with money, which I do. Holding that money in my hand as I walk through the door, any muggers out there, um, I have no idea what they... You see, because my living arrangements are quite weird. Well, they're not really. I live in a flat, don't I? Um, but um, uh, I don't go in the front way to the flat, so I go in the back way because all the parking's out the back and there's a back door. So I, and because mine's a, um, a ground floor flat, uh, there's a back door into the sort of like communal bit. And then I just go straight into my door. I'm like a little fucking mouse um, in and out at night. Um, I see uh, the neighbour to the left of me every now and again. And I have a little chat and stuff like that. Try and take, he's got two little, you know, they've got, they're a young couple. They've got two little kids and stuff like that. And I speak to them every now and again. Hear their kids screaming. <laughs> through the door not uh, this time of night though which is one of the reasons why i do it late um and the dog barking every time the fucking um uh postman comes in but i don't really speak to him that much i say all right i pass the time of day i try not to look bored i kind of look at my watch um thinking how long is this conversation going to take but i don't think they have any idea what i do for a living mate um to be honest um i i think they must think i work a night shift or something they must think I just fucking... When I pop out at night, they must think I'm going out, um, like, for a night shift. Um, I don't know. I'll have to ask them. I'll have to actually speak to them and ask, hey, it's Christmas time, isn't it? It's Christmas time. I'll take around a fucking turkey for little tiny Tim. <laughs> Scrooge McCunt uh, here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what they do for a living. I don't, um, if we're being perfectly honest with each other now, podcast listeners, I don't even know their fucking names. It's got to that stage where I speak to them and say hello and it'd be fucking awkward if I asked their fucking name. You know that stage? You know that stage. We've all got to that stage with somebody, haven't we? I don't know who the people are upstairs. There's a weird guy who lives on his own, not just me. There's a weird guy who lives on his own diagonally because we're only in a block of four here. Um, there's a young couple who live live above me who get back some nights at 2.30 in the morning, which is nice when I'm just putting my head down to sleep after coming f back from a gig and then fucking seem to let in a herd of fucking elephants into their flat. Issues, flat issues, man, flat issues. Um, yeah, but I don't know... Um, the neighbours to the left of me who I actually do speak to, I don't know their fucking names. They've said it. They've said it loads of times. They've referred to each other as well. You know, when I'm speaking to one of them, I'm speaking to the woman saying all right, or speaking to the guy and saying all right. I think one of them's called Adam. I think that's the guy. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the guy. Hey, I'm not making judgment calls, but Adam sticks in my head. I don't know whether that's right. He doesn't look like an Adam. Looks like a Steve or something, you know. You know what a Steve looks like. A Steve, he's not a Tony, that's for sure. Um, and the woman, I don't know. I just call Adam's woman, you know. Let's go back to the 70s and call them that, shall we? Um, yeah, I have no idea uh, what they think. I don't know. I think he works for Tesco's. Either that or he likes wearing Tesco's fucking high-vis, fucking visibility tops. That could be it. It could be a fashion thing. I don't know. Let's have a bit of tea. Yeah, so I've really got no idea whether they know what I do or not. Um, I know one of my neighbours who moved out used to know what I do because she saw me at a gig one night and then went, hey, yeah, I saw you at a gig the other night. And, uh, and that was weird because then you have to fucking think, oh, did they think I was a cunt or not? And then you think, oh, I don't I don't really give a fuck anyway. <laughs> hardly speak to him. And the other side of me, uh, on the right-hand side of me, that's the left-hand side, and above is all flats. Uh, and then the right-hand side, which is sort of like joined to my flat, is just a, like a house with some woman in uh, and a kid and a fucking cockney boyfriend who comes around. Oh, it's Sam, how are you doing? All right, yeah, all right, mate. Calm down the old cognito there. <laughs> Calm down with the old pearly fucking jacket. I get it. You're from fucking London, mate. You don't have to fucking, you know, slam on the fucking Guy Ritchie fucking accent. Uh, like you're in a fucking Guy Ritchie film. Behave yourself, son. All right, yeah. We've all, uh, we've all got an upbringing. Yeah, fucking hell, cockneys, man. We were so fucking confident, Shan, I'll fucking sell you anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she lives next door, and I sort of, like, see her every now and again when they take a package in for me, and you have that awkward, hi, how you doing? I just want my fucking package. Just give me my fucking package. Make this as painless as possible so I can just go back to my scurry, scurry back into my flat, as I do when I come in at night. I try and be a bit quiet when I come in at night. Uh, last night I was back late, as I say. Um, I hope that answers your question. I know it's vague, but um, I don't know. Peter, you know me, mate. You know me. I am not the most uh, social of people. Um, so any other answer I feel w would have disappointed you uh, if I'd have said, uh, yeah, hey, man, I go around the barbecues and shit like, I don't give a fuck. I don't even know their names, Peter. Uh <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, maybe I ought to learn that. Maybe I ought to just have that uncomfortable conversation where I go, look, it's been about eight years, yeah? They've lived there for about eight years. It's been about eight years, right? I don't know if... I, I class you as people who once lived next door to me. <laughs> but it has recently been brought to my attention that I know nothing about you and you know nothing about me. So let's start off with the basics. What's your name? <laughs> Eight years in to a fucking conversation of going, all right, mate, uh, yeah, ready for fucking Christmas? I used to, I usually see them when their dog's shitting outside the front of their flat because uh, we've got a little bit of garden outside the front. So the dog shits outside the front of their flat. I've got a little bit of garden out the front of mine and then it'll hop over and come over and see me. Um... 
some sort of collie dog with a fucking weird eye. It's got, you know, like it's got a David, it's like a David Bowie dog. It's got a fucking different coloured eye. Um, you know, one's blue and one's fucking brown. It's fucking weird. Anyway, uh, I don't even know the dog's name either. Um, so, um, yeah, let's start off. At, let's start off. Uh, fucking names. Eight years in. That could be it. This could be it. This could be how I fo- start forging relationships in society. Um, talking of which, I hope that answers your question anyway, Peter. They've got no fucking idea who I am, have they? Most of the people after I leave the stage don't fucking remember my name, do they? You know what I mean? That's an odd thing about stand-up as well. That you can smash a fucking gig and people don't really remember what your name was when you're introduced. Um, it's a very weird thing. Um, anyway, I hope that answers your question. Talking about uh, not making social fucking connections with people. Um, I don't know if you've seen the new documentary uh, on Netflix. I know. Deep in this one, man. This is deep, deep shit we're getting into. Uh, the Don't Fuck With Cats Hunting an Internet Serial, uh, Internet Killer. Oh, man. It's hooked me in straight from the off. Whoa. The old hook went in the old Briggs cheek and I was fucking flapping along, being reeled in by it. I'm one episode in, people, and I am fucking hooked, I tell you. Um, uh, basically, it's about a guy who goes around killing cats um, uh, and posting videos of it online. Um, I don't know what he's got against cats. Uh, I don't know what sort of issues, cat-related, feline issues he's got. But I don't like them. And he was popping them off one by one. The first, <laughs> the first, I mean, it's fucking horrendous. Let's just clarify that. Um, it's fucking horrendous. Uh, and he's clearly a cunt. Um, but um, uh, it's fascinating viewing, I tell you, uh, where these people are trying to track him down from all the things... It's like fucking watching Columbo of the uh, 2019 Columbo where people are going around looking at the video saying, like, that uh, electrical wall socket is uh, North American or whatever and and tracking them all down and that. And then they get somebody wrong, he kills himself. <laughs> I get the wrong person and he fucking offs himself. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But uh, this guy starts off killing cats. He's fucking... You know, he's, 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 you know, those vacuum sealed fucking things you get that you put your clothes in and then you attach a vacuum to it and it sucks all the air out of it and compresses it. He puts a couple of kittens in there. Um, another one he fucking drowns, I think. Uh, another one he gets a python to eat it. I mean, I mean, the, I ain't gonna lie to you people, the geezer's clearly got issues. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. He's clearly, uh, he's clearly got a bit of, uh, bit of angst going on there that he needs to bring out. But uh, apparently, uh, in the second one, I've just started the second episode, um, which is what I've been doing for about the last hour, um, watching the first episode, and uh, I've just started the second episode, and it has fucking hooked me. In. The guy who, uh, by the way, who they think has done it. At this point, who they managed to have tracked down and shit by fucking, you know, 
it's proper CSI shit they were doing, like all these amateur people on Facebook or whatever. They set up a little group for it, and then he started taunting them, po posting more videos, and they tracked down fucking loads of shit from his duvet to his fucking coffee table to his fucking Hoover that was only sold in North America. I mean, you know, this is the level to what these people have gone to. Um, and uh, he, uh, yeah, it was just like amazing the amount of uh, stuff he's done. But the geezer, uh, the stuff they've done, sorry, like to track him down. But the geezer, he, you know, he's some sort of like fucking male model fantasist person who photoshops his heads on people and to make out he's got a fucking great life. This is the Instagram generation. This is what it's creating. Fucking fantasists who are trying to keep up thinking this is the life you need to lead because people have got millions of followers because they take a picture of their ass every couple of weeks in various locations. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, the guy, he's too fucking chiseled to be fucking normal. You know the type, don't you? He's too fucking chiseled. Everything is fucking sort of like perfect about his fucking face to be a normal fucking person. I went to school with somebody who had a very angular fucking chiseled face. And I always thought he was... Everybody at school used to call him Crichton. Because <laughs> that's the... Uh, of Red Dwarf. The um, uh, the robot out of Red Dwarf. Um, and uh, yeah, because he had a really angular face and he was weird. Now, whether he was weird before we started taking the piss out of him or after is a different matter. But hey, that's school kids for you, innit? I went to a very, you know, you had to be very robust to survive my school. This was back in the 80s and 90s, people, when bullying was still legal, even encouraged by the teachers. <laughs> Just to bring your fucking self-esteem down so you're easier to deal with in the classroom. I swear to God. Uh, let's have a bit of tea. So, yeah, this geezer, he looks weird. There's something fucking weird about him. Uh, and he started killing cats, and then I think he progresses on to fucking ice-picking somebody. Um, but, uh, that is episode two that I am looking forward to. Um, talking of which i was saying like uh, about not making friends or or whatever or even speaking to my neighbors serial killer traits this is um there was uh they popped up a website on this fucking thing and it said nine early warning signs of a serial killer um which is uh top one people to tie in with uh, not even knowing the names of my neighbors here it is here's a little uh, serial killer test for you all out there uh, I think if you pass all nine, then you're um, you're probably surrounded by a, uh, a, a, a mass of bodies at the moment. First one, here we go, antisocial behaviour. There we go, top in there. Top serial killer fucking uh, sign there. Antisocial behaviour. It doesn't say about not knowing uh, your neighbour's names after eight years, but um, maybe I could check their mail or something, can I? I don't know, that's, that's fucking weird, isn't it? Break into their mailbox. Hey, I was just doing this because of a kicker. I was just doing this because it's too socially fucking awkward to ask you now. 
after eight years. Uh, psychopaths tend to be loners. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Here's my profile. Uh, so if a child who was once gregarious and outgoing becomes shy and antisocial, this could be an issue. Jeffrey Dahmer was a social, lively child until his parents moved to Ohio for his father's new job. Then he started off in people and then he regressed slightly. Arson. Second one. Second sign. Arson. Fire is power and power and control are part of the appeal for serial killers. Well, I've not set fire to anything yet. Torturing animals. Here we go. Here we go. Torturing animals, isn't it? That's that's in at number three. You know, you'd have thought they'd start with that. That would be the first sign, not just somebody who doesn't give a fuck about anybody else and doesn't want to talk to them, doesn't want those weird, awkward conversations. I don't know. Serial killers often start young and test boundaries with animals. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Putting them in a fucking hoover bag or whatever. Uh, with animals including family or neighbourhood pets. According to studies, 70% of violent offenders have episodes of animal abuse. Bastards. There's something like that, though, in it. There's something... I don't know. There's something definitely about cats that torturing cats people fucking hate. Even though cats are the fucking most miserable little shits that ever walked the fucking earth. Um, there's something about, like, that... that look, here... Uh, the Boston Strangler who captured cat would capture cats and dogs as a child and trap them in boxes, shooting arrows at the defenseless. You know, if that story's obviously got out, somebody's witnessed that, him doing that and gone, ah, oh, well, that's perfectly normal behaviour for a child. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, a troubled family history. Uh, that's in at number four. We ought to do a rundown. Child abuse. Whoa, let's skip that one, baby. Don't qualify. Uh, Trouble family history. Mm. Don't really qualify for that either. Substance abuse. Well, not really. Not unless you count smoking and fucking drinking. Many serial killers use drugs or alcohol. There we go. I'm in with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Dahmer was discharged from the army due to drinking problem. Ah, oh, that's me. I'm the new Jeffrey Dahmer, people. Uh, he developed in high school and he used alcohol to lure his victim to his apartment. What's he do? Leave fucking cans of Stella at the steps to it. <laughs> to lure. Just like little tequila shots up his steps like that. And then he's waiting with a fucking cage on a fucking piece of uh, rope. Let's go with the rope and they're in the cage. Ah, gotcha. Man, I've been lured by tequila. And he killed them in a fruitless effort to create a zombie-like sex slave. Well, was that really what he wanted to do? Why not just wait till Halloween and fucking try and pull somebody? That would, would have been better, wouldn't it? Or he killed someone in a fruitless effort to create a zombie, a zombie-like, not even a zombie sex slave, just a zombie-like, surely makeup. He could have got a girlfriend and said, ah, got a bit of a kink. Got a bit of a fetish for fucking zombies. Do you mind putting this makeup on? I'm not going to fucking kill you. I've got that shit under control as long as you can suck the old pecker dressed like a zombie. Is that all right with you? Some girls might like that. Hey, if you like dressing up as a zombie and sucking a bit of dick, let me know at uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. <laughs> I don't know. What I'm fucking thinking about. Uh, the last one. Not the last one. 
here we go. Voyeurism. That's another one. Apparently, when Ted Bundy was a team, he spent his nights as a peeping Tom. Yeah, he took that a bit too far, didn't he? Eh? Uh, Jesus. He turned into a raping Tom, didn't he? A raping and killing Tom. Pillaging. Uh, hoping to get a glimpse of one of the neighbourhood girls getting undressed in their bedrooms. I mean, fuck's sake, man. You know. All of these people need girlfriends, I think. Serial killers are usually smart. While they're IQ... Oh, IQ. I can't even fucking say it. That rules me out, doesn't it? While their IQ is not usually the reason why serial killers elude police for so long, many have very high IQs. Edmund Kemper was this close to being considered a genius. His IQ was 136, just four points beneath the 140 mark. And uh, which earns genius status. Apparently, I am way off that. And he used his intelligence to create complex cons that, you know, he got caught in the end, didn't he? Couldn't have been that complex. You're still looking for someone who's vulnerable out there, aren't you? Somebody who's fucking stupid and going to fucking, you know, help you in the back of a van with a sofa and get into the van first. That's always the one they do, isn't it? Hey, man, can you just help me get this sofa in? Oh, no, you go in the van first. I'll push it from this end. You'd be like, well, if they'd have just gone, nah, you're all right, I'll just stay out on the outside of the van. They ought to be, they ought to have one of these for fucking victims of serial killers and see what their IQ is, what their street smarts are as well, and rate them on it, because I imagine it wouldn't be very high. Um... Next one. Here we go. Can't keep a job. Oh, serial killers often have trouble staying employed. Jeffrey Dahmer was killing at too fast a rate to keep a job. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I've heard some excuses. I bet the job centre's heard some fucking excuses for why people can't get a fucking job. Bit more tea there, but fucking I am killing. I tell you what. I would get um, down the job centre. Have you been for any interviews, Jeffrey? You know what? I would go for interviews, but I just can't find the time. I am offing people an alarming rate. <laughs> an alarming fucking rate at the moment. And I've just got my hands full. I've just got no time for work at the moment. It's kill, chop up a body, fucking flush it, whatever he did. I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too sure on uh, on uh, American serial killers, really. I should be. I should up. It's just so difficult to keep up with the American serial killers because there's one every fucking six months, a new one. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck me, uh, Jesus. So that's all the signs you've got to look for, people in people. Let's run through them again. It's antisocial behaviour, arson, torturing animals. Those two are the big ones. I mean, if people are setting fire to animals with torture and then if people are not talking to animals, setting fire to them, um, have a troubled family history, they've been abused by animals, child abuse. If they've been abused by animals, uh, they've been taking drugs with animals. <laughs> they've been watching animals wank off. I mean, that's everything, isn't it? They only kill smart animals when they're younger. <laughs> and uh, and they um, they keep getting sacked as a guide dog. I don't know. I don't know. I tried to tie it all up together and it fell apart at the end, didn't it? In the end there, people. 
Uh, hey, look at Briggs doing the callbacks at the end of his set there. Um, I don't know. But it's a fucking interesting documentary. I'll give it that. Um, Jesus. Um, so that's all the signs of a serial killer. So if you know anybody like that, people, uh, don't fucking help them move house or uh, be alone with them at night. Hey, we need all the listeners we can get people out there. Don't you go fooling for these serial killer tricks. Email me at uh, serialkiller at benbriggs.co.uk if you have any um, theories about how to stay safe from serial killers. Uh, I don't know. What are we on? 28. Oh, fucking hell. We're almost done. We've got time for one fucking story, man. And we've got no time for fucking to do the advertising. Now, we're going to lighten this up a little bit. I don't know about this. Let's have a look at this. Father Christmas should be banned uh, to make it gender neutral. Here we go. This is a 2019 story, if there was one. A mother from Plymouth said she was shamed for saying Father Christmas instead of Santa. Um, Santa. A mother has said that she was being criticised online for saying Father Christmas instead of Santa because he's not gender neutral. Santa Claus people out there, just in case you didn't know, Santa Claus is uh, St. Nicholas. Now, I'm not sure, uh, isn't it? That's what it stands for, isn't it? Um, so I am, I'm assuming he's a guy anyway. The mum said she was discussing a book on Facebook and she used a masculine noun, but was told Santa is now seen as gender neutral. St. Nicholas and was the preferred name. He's got a fucking beard. You know what I mean? That's a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? You know, can't I know I know I'm getting hooked in here, people. I know I'm getting fished in. I know it's just like some woman complaining, and it's probably one woman or man on the internet who's got a problem. But suddenly this is news. But you can see this happening. You know, this is you know, I'm getting sucked into this fake news. I know. It's a non story, isn't it? Out from we're batting off with a non-story straight away, aren't we? Uh, the woman from Plymouth says she does not want to offend anyone and has been left feeling on edge. She's on edge because she can't say Father Christmas. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, just don't come near me. I just wanted to say Father Christmas today. I just, I'm just so on the edge right now. She's not on the edge. She fucking wants some sympathy, doesn't she? She said, I've just been shamed for using the name Father Christmas and told that Santa is now seen as gender neutral. Um, I've read that, haven't I? I was only referring to the book Father Christmas by... Oh, fuck off. She's, she's used that to save herself, hasn't she? Oh, it's just referring to the book Father Christmas by Raymond Briggs. She's Googled books. Fucking get me out of this shit. Get me out of this shit. Uh... It's left me a little confused stroke on the edge, on edge, about what we're allowed to say. Oh, shut up, you fucking twat. Uh, she needs fucking beating to death. Oh, my edge. She's just as bad as the others. Everybody fucking plays the victim as soon as somebody's... As soon as they're outed for something, everybody starts playing the fucking victim. I have a small child. Of course you do. And they don't really want to raise him saying, Father Christmas, if it's hurtful to some... How is that hurtful to some? I know. This is fucking wheels in, within wheels again, isn't it, people? Wheels within wheels in this story, isn't it? It's a fucking non-story to start off with. 
and then somebody's had outrage and somebody's trying to get sympathy after having outrage and and the fucking website itself is probably promoting their own fucking agenda on this just to fucking get clicks and I fell for it. Oh, man, I fell for it. At Christmas time, too. Fell for this bullshit. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Santa Claus is based on St. Nicholas. There we go. A fourth-century bishop who lived in what is now Turkey. He was a very wealthy man and used that money to help the poor and give secret gifts to people. There you go. Father Christmas. We can say Father Christmas, can't we? We can still say that. Hey, he's got a wife, and he pokes, and he Mother Christmas or whatever. Yeah, what's wrong with that? She's at home keeping the old fires burning for when he gets back off that tough old night shift. I don't know why I went high pitch then. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, that's that's the world we're living in, people. People getting offended by that, and then, well, probably one person got offended, and then the website picked it up, and then this woman make the most out of not being able to say Father Christmas. Santa is so American. Father Christmas is here and will always be Father Christmas. Uh, it's always a man. This is somebody, uh, the Plymouth Mums comment. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, Father uh, Father Christmas is a very British thing, I think. Uh, Santa Claus, obviously, it's the same geezer, isn't it? He wears red, he's got fucking diabetes, and uh, he's got a big bushy beard. Yeah, that's, that's the geezer. <laughs> If you're going to have him in a fucking police lineup, that's him, isn't it? Yeah, red guy, looks like he's red, dressed in a red outfit, big rosy cheeks, you know. Looks like he's got fucking obesity issues. White beard, that's the guy. That's him, right there. That's the guy who was coming down my chimney. Oh, you mean Father Christmas? Don't refer to me as that, please. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway, what are we on? Fucking 33 minutes, people. We're going to be back on Saturday. That's the end of episode 65. Um, we got a bit of serial killer heavy for Christmas there, didn't we? Eh? But I, I thoroughly urge you to watch this documentary, and I be, will be watching the rest of it now. Uh, I'll be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Uh, have a good week until then. Uh, take care of yourselves. Speak to you then. Goodbye.